Hello everyone and welcome to episode 56 of the Kent Non-Lead podcast, which is a bit all over the place. Um, my fault again, I must admit. Uh, I am incredibly busy at the moment and probably will be able to reveal in the next coming weeks exactly just why I've been so busy at the moment. But anyway, uh, I am John Phipps and Matt Gerrard is here with me. So Matt, how are you, first of all? Yeah, not too bad, John. Thanks. Um, you know, it, I know you've got, we've all been quite busy, but you're very busy as well. So we're recording this on the Monday night as well. Oh, my voice went a bit then. But um, so ahead of the big games tomorrow on a Tuesday, which we might be able to put, or well, you might be able to put some information in, but this is recording on a Monday night. And uh, yeah, not too bad, John. And uh, on the television front, Luther, I know you haven't watched it. It's now all on iPlay. You need to watch that before Luther comes in on the back on the next channel, because that is top draw telly, Luther. But as I keep saying to you, I don't have time. I don't have time. You, to make, to... you can make time for Luther, the, the coolest man in the world. It, it's probably about seven hours worth, not many episodes, but seven episodes, I think. So if you can make time, do it. How many series have there been then? About, this is, the, I think, the fourth series coming up. But they had three, there must be more, about nine episodes. But it's, there's not, it's not a great, that many. And the new one's coming up in November and everyone will be talking about it. So you, you've got to be in with the it crowd if you do, like me. Well, indeed. I, I, I just don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get the time to watch it because I am so busy at the moment. I, I've got stuff on my planner. Um, I've had to have, I've had to cancel my, my TV subscription this weekend uh, because of various events. And uh, we've so already got four channels from now, haven't you? Five well, channels. No, no. We've still got we've still got everything. We've just given them a month's notice. Right. But obviously, when do they cry when you do that? Oh, please don't leave us. Do you know? It, it's amazing how much harder it is to leave a TV yeah. company than it is to join them. Uh, I was on hold for quite some time before I got through to someone. But the big problem we've got now is obviously that planner is going to be obsolete come the end of that contract because it's going to go back. So everything you have to send the box back, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these fancy boxes, yeah, you have to send them back. So everything that we've got now saved on that planner, we've got to watch before they give us the heave hope. Can you can't put it on a USB stick and download it that way? I don't think so, no. So uh, there may be pro- some programmes that are on there they ain't all going to get watched. Um, which have you is- got any programmes from 2015 or 16 that are on there that you love watching and don't think you should delete? No, I'm not like that really. Everything that's on there is not watched. Um, so it's, it's just like little bits and pieces a couple of things I've got, oh, got one episode that left uh, including Dave Gorman which we may talk about later yeah. on but uh, um, you know I've just got things that I just need to watch and it's just frustrating to get it um, to be in that sort of situation because you know I didn't really want to cancel my TV subscription I didn't actually have any choice in doing well, wait, wait, if it when you move to your new premises giving you a wait from that <laughs> point of view, will you be going with the full Monty so I'm, I'm presuming you're with Sky I'm, package. Other TV channels are available. I'm actually not with Sky at the moment. Uh, I'm with the other ones. All right. Uh, I'm with Virgin Media, uh, but I had to have a, a conversation with the people at Virgin Media on, over the weekend because, uh, as Matt has just said, um, me and my other half are moving eventually, um, and where we're moving to... There's no Virgin Media coverage. So that's why I say I didn't want to cancel it. I, I really, really didn't want to cancel it. I really quite lo- well, Virgin Media is digging up the whole of Thanet. A, they've ruined my drive. That's another story, but it was all waiting for them to sort that out. But you can't go anywhere in Thanet without being Virgin Media in it. It must be about nine months now, and they still haven't actually plugged the circuit in. So the whole thing's been done, but n- not from that. And I can't be bothered because I have to dig up your road. So I'll be sticking with the old fa- faithful BT. But uh, So you'll be going with a, with Sky. But I don't think you need a dish anymore. This is... Getting more technical. No, I know, but I think where we're moving to, there is already a dish anyway. So it's all very complicated. It's all very, very pain in the backside. But you know how these things go, man. But of course, I only stay with BT because they do the National League coverage on that. And but again, that's pretty depressing to watch at the moment. Well, indeed. Um, should just say as well, really. I mean, it's obviously it's Monday night. There's been a lot going on uh, here, but obviously, 
Uh, it would be pretty remiss of us not to talk about the uh, the tragedy in Leicester this week. Um, absolutely shocking news and scenes um, from the King Power Stadium on Saturday night. And I remember I was I actually found out on Facebook. I was just scrolling through because uh, I think we were a bit behind with Strictly. So I think we paused it and would and. I think the other half had gone out to make a cup of tea or something and just flipped down Facebook and someone said there'd been a helicopter crash and you, you just can't imagine it. I mean, absolutely horrific scenes and, and Leicester City, you know, what a, what a great job that chairman did there and, you know, that they are a, a clubbing morning and, and generally my thoughts go out to everyone connected with Leicester City. Yeah, I think, um, you know, there's been a lot of bad football owners across the uh, uh, the Ethrover recently from all levels of football, but clearly the the outpouring of grief and you know respect that this man had you can see what he did for the football club and for the t- city of uh, of Leicester it really is a, a terrible terrible blow for them and uh, you know hopefully they can get over something like this but what a man this man was and it's been a bit sad day with Glenn Hoddle he seems to be getting better he's had a heart attack hasn't he as well so one of those sad weekends for football really but uh, you know I don't know how Leicester can get over that, but the outpouring of grief and the respect, and you know, outside the ground, it's you know, it's quite wonderful to see the the, the passion and the respect they've given that chairman, and God rest his soul. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be frivolous or facetious at all because you really can't, but it is like something out of Dream Team. Do you remember the other thing on Sky One? That's the sort of thing that would have happened on that, and, and it just, you know, th- then it was always always all shocking. Oh, that would never happen, but it has happened, and it is, it's just. It is just so so sad, and Leicester City obviously that you know they're going to have to bounce back from that because it is going to take a toll on them. They've already cancelled their next game, um, but we shall see um, what happens there. But as I say, all all of our thoughts are with everybody connected to Leicester City. Um, I'm just trying to Google 56, Matt. Nothing, nothing doing. Um, so uh, it's our 56th episode anyway on the Kent Only podcast, um, and we'll have a look back. I mean, it, we are recording this Monday evening. The big news today has been the changing of the goalkeeper at Maidstone United where Lee Wargan has uh, after a little bit of speculation has left his uh, his has left Maidstone United after what six seasons he's been there now Matt something he did, like he that didn't miss a league game doesn't miss a single game in that 247 I think it was so he's been Fantastic. there and I think you know when he was at Tunbridge as well for a few years so uh, a good solid goalkeeper at that level and he's uh, left Maidstone um, joined my boys Dover so um, we did sort of hear rumours that they were after another goalkeeper um, he's come out in um, the uh, messenger and saying that he's not going to be number one. He's going to be the goalkeeping coach. And Dover's previous goalkeeping coach, Lee Hooker, I spoke to on Saturday, sort of indicated that his time with the club was not going to be uh, that longer. So um, it'll be interesting to see if the next few games, if if Wargan comes in or does Walker. But um, to me, um, Dover's problems, you know, Walker's probably saved them a few points this season. He's other end of the pitch and maybe defensively he's more of a problem but and he's telling us building a team around him um, so good luck to Lee Wargan and um, it'd be interesting to see if he plays it when he plays of course he's cup tied for the FA Cup so you could play two games and out of the team but Mitch Walker um, he's come back from four when he's been places under pressure and performed well so good luck to him but you know he didn't have a particularly good game on Saturday Mitch Walker to be honest and Grant Smith is in uh, at Maidstone he'll be keeping goal for them um, starting on Tuesday night against Ebbsfleet United and I guess that uh, is, he, he's obviously a highly rated goalkeeper he's, he certainly had a, a few games for Lincoln City um, and a good chance for him to, to come down and, and Harry Wheeler I suppose this is another another step for him in, in completely overhauling this Manchester United squad Yeah I think somebody said that Paxman's probably the only one left now from the side that got promoted two and a bit years ago I think it was so um, yeah uh, well three years I don't know what it was three years was it? Um, yeah interesting to see what they're 
uh, going to do for there. Grant Smith's a decent goalkeeper, a small goalkeeper, but um, did really well at Bournemouth Wood when he was there. So, um, interesting. I think it's a decent signing for them. Again, they've, they're struggling for goals as well. And you saw the goals they conceded on the uh, weekend as well. I think they need to work on the defensive work part of their game as well. So both goalkeepers might either be Wogan uh, or Walker at Dover or Smith at uh, Mason are probably going to be very busy over the next few games. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, obviously, disappointing result for Dover on Saturday, Matt. You you were at Braintree uh, and I, I was listening to you on the Sports Hub on Boots Ready Kent. You didn't sound overly enamoured by the performance of, of the not-so-mighty whites and, and back bottom of the table and, and Tuesday night against Dagenham and Redbridge. Uh, you may hear later in the show how that game went, but it's a, it's, a, it's a crunch game, that, isn't it? Yeah, Dover, I thought, were pretty poor on Saturday. I've seen uh, quite a lot of poor performances this season and this was definitely up there. The best thing happened was the... First 45 seconds with another lone player, Bobby Joe Taylor, beat his fullback, whipped the ball in. Effingong six yards out. What he's going to do is put his head on it, puts Dover in front, and sort of hit his shoulder and went wide of the goal. And that really summed Dover up. They didn't really know what sort of formation they were playing, um, sort of five in midfield and all going for the same ball. And Braintree, you know, you look at Braintree with the players they've got, they've all come from the Devon Bostick League. Um, and they've come up, they've struggled this season. They've played eight home games before this one, lost seven of them. So they were there for the beating, but Dover didn't. It probably, the, you know, we've, I've had some depressing times, David, this season or disappointing times is probably the rest phrase. But I come out of that game thinking we have got real problems here because we were pretty pathetic and Braintree weren't the greatest side as well. But we've got to move on and you win your next two home games, which are next, you know, it looks a little bit brighter. But the way they're performing, I just didn't think they were up to it. I suppose the fact that on Saturday they're playing a team who lost 6-0 at home last Saturday does give you a, a slight bit of confidence. Is, is Ryan Bird fit and playing for them yet? Uh, he's been on the bench. He scored once, I think, so far. I don't know if he was playing on Saturday. We sure, we'll be looking forward to catching up with you. You're his yeah, biggest fan. Yeah, he'll be trying to get fixed. They've got Portsmouth in the cup, made Ned, and he used to play for Portsmouth. So, um, yeah, yeah, everything could be this time next week. We get six points on the board and we're going to Berry because there's nothing to lose in the Berry game, thinking you might have a chance of getting up the table. But they need to start picking up points. You lose to Dagenham, there'll be eight points clear of us and they're still in the relegation zone. So, a lot of hard work for Andy Hestar too. And, you know, the rumours we're hearing again, there's going to be more players coming in and maybe players that Andy Hessenthaler knows, that's all we can say. Yeah, I'd say that's probably a fair thing that you can say there, Matt. Um, elsewhere in the National League, it was, it was another one of those weekends, wasn't it? Bromley beaten 2-1 at Boreham Wood. Uh, Maidstone 2-0 down inside five minutes, lost 3-1 to Solihull Moors. And a creditable point for Ebb Street United up at Salford and Corey Whiteley uh, scored an, a very, very well-taken goal, didn't he? Yeah, lovely touch and then finished good player, Corey Whiteley. Um, Hasn't fired this much, this uh, so much this season, has he? No, as anybody from Ebb Street, though, who could say that, they're struggling. That was a good point for them. Again, the problems, all the players up for sale. Um, so you can look at maybe where Dave are going to try and get some of their players from. Uh, um, yeah, it was a decent point there. And again, big game again when they play Maidstone, isn't it? It's a big game for both sides. I think Ebsleet would like to put down a marker again at home and maybe a interesting sort of gate there. All the Ebsleet fans come out and think, you know, we need to support the club in their uh, time of doing and there'll be a lot of Maystone fans going over there. You know, there's a bit of rivalry between the two clubs, but, you know, your Ebsleet, an Ebsleet side of playing have very much changed Maystone side from the start of the season now. Yeah, um, so we'll look at Saturday's fixtures because obviously the, the, the Tuesday night games are sort of not really on, on the radar and I say I may be able to add something but I probably will not. So um, we'll just, I, and again, I do apologise uh, for your Kenton League podcast not perhaps being uh, as good as it may be today but although the quality is quite, the sound, the sound quality is much better and it's nice to see Matt Gerald when we're doing the podcast for a change. He's currently just eating a wine gum. Is that an orange flavoured one I saw you I do love a there? wine gum. I'm more of a midget gem fan myself but... Um, 
I'm a bit of a tight. They're, they're the ones on offer at the local shop, so I brought them. But any any, any confectionery like this, I'm all over it. I'm chewing in the microphone if, now. If so. you're ever at Crabble, then feel free to pop by with some Haribo and you'll have a friend for life. Um, yeah, so Saturday uh, in the National League, Bromley at home to Hartlepool. Hartlepool <laughs> will be back down the following Saturday to play Gillingham in the Cup. Dover against Maidenhead, as we've already mentioned. Ebbsfleet are also at home to Barrow. And Maidstone United are on the way, but not so far, only to Barnet. Um a few tough games there, Matt. I would, I, I, given how the season's gone so far, you, nothing would surprise me with it, with it, these teams. They could either all all win, all lose, all draw, or some sort. Well, it will be one or, or a mixture <laughs> yeah. of the lot. Um, but you know, it's, it, you just never know, do you? No, I think good week chance for Ebbsfleet to Barrow. They should, I think they can beat Barrow at home. Uh, Mainstone with Chuff at Barnet. Yeah, it's it's again every week sort of getting a little bit. Um, before the cup games, people want to be looking to get some points on the board as well. So, yeah, interesting times. And I still think absolutely if they can keep their players, can move away from the drop zone, so they can use that confidence they've got. Yeah, in the National League South, Welling United are top of the league after a three-one win over Gloucester City. Oh, most well, them and Tunbridge Angels are keeping this podcast going. This <laughs> they season. certainly are. Yeah, um, Billericay were held one-one at home to Dulwich Hamlet, but Dartford they lost three-one at, at Truro. What talky? Um, disappointing result for them, but. but we need to talk more about Welling United, really. They are absolutely flying. I think they've got, what, 27 points so far this season um, from their 13 games. They've scored 26 goals, which is the second highest in, in a division where there's normally a lot of goals. Only conceded 12. Steve King's come in. They've, they, they are a, a side in form and a side you've got to look out for. Well, you said before that Steve King knows what he's doing at this level of football. So um, he, he knows how to build sides in this division. He likes to bring players in that he knows, um, which I don't think is a bad thing at this level of football. So uh, from that point of view, yeah, I think Welling, they're in a good position. Everybody's going to think about Billericay, Torquay, Woking, but I think uh, Welling are going to be the sort of side just going under the radar, top of the table now, but everybody knows I think they'll be doing well. And Steve King is, you know, he's not everybody's cup of tea. Some people are not the biggest fan, but if you want to build a side up and maybe get promoted, he's the man. Yeah, and this weekend on Saturday again, I've just clicked off the page there, which isn't very clever of me. I'm not really. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've let myself down with these podcasts the last few weeks. Now, uh, Welling at home again on Saturday at home to Wealdstone, uh, and Dartford are on the road again. They're playing Gloucester, who obviously Welling beat on Saturday. Uh, there are some games next midweek, but none of them involve our teams, and it looks like they've both got the weekend off the following week as well. So uh, interesting to see. Uh, that one. Uh, obviously, the FA Trophy was in focus in the Bostic League on Saturday, uh, Matt. And again, I was I was busy. My life is absolutely mayhem at the moment. I honestly can't tell you um, what's going on. But Ramsgate got an absolute shoeing at Hornchurch, beating by six goals to nil. Uh, Whitstable had a delayed start, didn't they? At, at Brentwood, they I think they were, the referee was stuck in traffic. Um, they took the lead after twelve minutes. Whitstable, but were beaten three one at Brentwood Town after goals in the eighty second, eighty third, and eighty seventh minute. But that was a cheerful trip back through the <laughs> tunnel. Uh, Seven Oaks were beaten two one at Dorking. Folks and Victor hit five as they beat Leatherhead. Uh, Herne Bay beat Whitton Town two one. Hyde were beaten 2-1 by Bishop Stortford at home. Margate also went out, losing 2-1 at home to Potter's Bar Town. Uh, Sittingbourne were beaten 2-1 by Wingate and Finchley. And it was Tommy Angels 2, Whiteleaf 1. The draw for the next round has been made. Folkestone at home to Didcot Town or Mangotsfield. Herne Bay were at home to Needham Market, another good tie for them. Tommy Angels go to Dorking Wanderers, who are obviously divisional rivals. 
And that's pretty much it for the for the Kent teams, mate, which is uh, depressing at this early stage of the competition, isn't it? Yeah, well, looking at home, baby, Witham Town, I actually went past Witham Town's ground on, at the weekend in near Braintree time. So that As was well in, you would, because they, they are next to each other. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know. Quite a nice little um, ground from that. Margate's problems continue, but again, some of their players were tweeting that uh, maybe uh, best to concentrate on the league for them. But... Uh, yeah, Herne Bay, the big winners, I suppose, they're in the next round. I can't remember who you said they've got, but the draw hasn't been too kind for some of our sides, has it? What did Tombridge get? Tombridge talking Wanderers, I think, that, that, but given their away form this yep. season, they'll probably fancy that. Folkestone, that they should be happy with that Didcot or Mangotsfield at home. And I don't think Herne Bay's Needham Market is the worst tie no, going. It's a bit of a trek for Needham Market to come down, isn't it? So, league above them, but there's no reason why um, they can't. Uh, I think Herne Bay needed that. I think the, the money will come in handy as well. Yeah, and we'll have a quick look at the fixtures um, in the Isthmian League this weekend. Uh, the Bostic League, as, it, as it's known, there are a couple of games on Tuesday night as well, but you know, you may or may not have heard later on how they went. Um, it went to November on Saturday, can you believe it? Well, once the fireworks go down, isn't it? Christmas starts coming, isn't it? So you told me, you told me it was 56 days to Christmas. I did tell you that earlier. And funny enough, we were recording the podcast number 56. There's your 56. Wow. 56 days till Christmas. Brilliant. Um, right, so in the in the Bossetley Premier Division on Saturday, we have got uh, Margate at home to Burgess Hill Town, Tumber Generals are at home to Whitehawk, and Folks and Victor are away to Worthing. And then in the South East Division, Ashford against Hornchurch, Faversham against Guernsey, uh, Greenwich against Seven Oaks. Hayward Heath against Leaders Cray Wanderers, Herne Bay against VCD, Hyde against Sittingbourne, Phoenix against Ramsgate, uh, Whitswell Town against Whiteleaf, and Thamesmead Town are still apparently playing on Saturday, but we all know by now that that's been uh, long gone, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm, we've seen that, that uh, uh, Paul Bowden-Brown has gone to um, Ramsgate now as CEO from that. I know there's a lot of conjecture and uh, disappointment from certain quarters of the Thamesmead that's happening about this, so uh, um, I think it'll be interesting to see... Uh, where that goes from there, or maybe we'll get Paul Bowden Brown and Ramsgate's uh, officials on the pod in a few weeks' time. Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to to see what what the thinking behind that decision is, because uh, you know, I don't know if I was a Ramsgate fan with what's just happened at Thamesmead. I don't know how happy I'd be about that. You know, I can understand Thamesmead people be frustrated, but would Ramsgate fans be a little bit worried as well? Well, uh, Paul Bowden Brown has been at clubs before. He did a good job at Maidstone, helped get the ground back. He's a great football man, but yeah. you know a lot of the things about Thamesmead has been. He said his, his, his health is failing yeah. a little bit. So yeah, again, it doesn't seem to add up the moving from Thamesmead to Ramsgate in that format. So um, we'll have to see where that goes. But of course, Ramsgate uh, are in their area, and I know that it's real. You should try and get a um, good location for housing. Um, there's been rumours in the Thanet area that maybe that Ramsgate might try and share with Margate. There's another sort of team in and somebody's Margate Sports is involved as well I think who, who do play their games at uh, Margate as well or Ramsgate Sports got some good players that we know there as well so, Margate so, Sports yeah. so, uh, yeah. a few players from certainly from the Ramsgate team a few years ago Quain, Pullman etc yeah so there, there's rumours about that maybe that Ramsgate will try and sell the land there and uh, say a prime location to maybe share with Margate and anything from there there's always been thoughts of mergers and you know all about that John from uh, that point of view but it'll be interesting to see what Paul Bowden Brown does in there from that point of view yeah, of course. You, you said about that merger, of course. I, I was the uh, sports editor at the Thanet Gazette who broke that story when Margate tried to buy Ramsgate. Uh, sorry, Ramsgate tried to buy Margate. Um, and the Margate fans did not enjoy that story one little bit, I can tell you, Matt, um, which was obviously very frustrating uh, for them. But that is that's the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. Um, we will move on now and just sort of whip through the Southern Counties East League uh, on Saturday where Beckenham Town were held 2-2 at... Uh, 
Deal Town, and they're now their their lead that looked absolutely amazing uh, very recently is now just down to two points, Matt. Yeah, looking at that, yeah, it was a good it was a good play from Deal there. Deal have had a couple of problems uh, uh, recently. They come back. They're good at home at the Charles Ground as well. Seven games unbeaten in those days. Well, Beckenham will be disappointed with that, but then Corinthian still coming up on the inside from that, and Chatham as well. We've had a little bit of a blip, but they're coming through. So really interesting times ahead in the uh, Scaffold League. We've got the fixtures this weekend as well from this division. We'll see where we are. There's some Challenge Cup games in uh, uh, this week. Tunbridge will play Erith on Thursday on the uh, 30th. But the, uh, we've also got the this weekend, it's the FA Vars, and we'll get through the fixtures there for some of our sides. Uh, this week we've got Abbey Rangers against Lordwood. Uh, uh, Shepherd United go to Spelth- Spellthorn Sports. I don't even know where that is. Crow with Eastbourne with a local derby there. Corinthian v Canterbury. Beerstead v Newhaven and Southall at, will, will be at home to Chatham. There is some games in the uh, Premier Division as well. Fisher v Hollands and Blair. K-Sports v Glebe. Punjab United will play Deal Town and Rustle v Beckenham. I think we're just going to end up the pod. Yeah, John's very busy at the moment. I'm very busy at the moment. I'm sorry if the pod hasn't been that exciting over the last few weeks. We'll try and get some uh, information from the Tuesday night games from uh, Dover and Ebsley, etc. The big derby between Ebsley and Maystone. But please stick with us on the pod. And we'll be back soon on there. Thanks for joining myself, Matt Jarlett and John Phipps. He's left the room, but I'm there. Good night and uh, speak soon. Again, I'm very sorry. Very, very, very sorry about the poor standard of this week's Kent Nonley podcast. Uh, I humbly apologise and I promise we'll be better next week, although it won't be till Thursday. I am very sorry. Thank you. Good night. Hi there. It's uh, just coming up to midnight on Monday night. As you will have heard, Matt and I recorded most of a podcast earlier on this evening um as i say it is really difficult at the moment um i've got so much on in my personal life and this week it's just not possible for me to do anything other than what is already done on monday night um i had to run out of the room uh because we were actually in the studio uh, ahead of our radio show tonight and i had the punjab united manager chippy on the phone because he was kind of lost outside um so that was why I had to leave, leave the room and let Matt just sort of finish off the podcast. Um, as I say, it it really isn't that the podcast hasn't isn't a priority. Uh, we still absolutely love doing the show, and it is a shame that at the moment things just aren't sort of settling. One week Matt's not available at, at one o'clock on a Wednesday, which is when we like to record it. The next week I'm not. And over the next few weeks, it's going to be. Again, it's going to be pretty busy, but I do promise you all that we will soon be back to getting as good a Kent on Lee podcast as we can possibly give you because we know that it's a great show um, and we know that a lot of you out there enjoy it. Um, and obviously this week is, is far from ideal with a full programme of uh, fixtures in the National League on Tuesday night, uh, including that big Kent derby between Ebsfleet and Maidstone United, which hopefully will be a really good game. Um, and... We'll see how that one pans out. Uh, we will try and discuss that uh, in next week's podcast, which, as I say, will be with you on Thursday, again, due to some big... Um, well, not big, but, again, just due to the fact that I'm I'm absolutely rushed off my feet away from the podcast at the minute. Um, my personal circumstances are really all over the place. Um, I'm very nearly in a position where I can start talking about things properly, but, unfortunately, at the moment, still not quite in that position. Um, with what is going on uh, but it is kind of getting in the way of, of everything else at the moment because there's just so much going on um, and it is one of those things you know we, we do this podcast in our own time it is a free show 
um, and we know that a lot of you enjoy it and we hope that you do continue to enjoy it and we will be back next week quite looking forward to episode 57 actually for a few various reasons um but we will be back with you next week on your Kent Non League podcast. Uh, as I say, it is entirely 100% my fault that over the past few weeks things haven't been as good as I would like them to be because I'm a perfectionist. I want this show to be brilliant. I want this show to be as good as it possibly can be, but it is just not possible at the moment. And I'm squeezing things in and as around. I mean, to put it in perspective, I've got to be up uh, and out in five hours uh or just over five hours and i'm still sat here just recording just this little this little bit just to go on the end um but we are going to be working hard to get things done to make sure that next week's show even though it will be a day later than you are used to is going to be an absolute snorter um all i really want to say as well is that if you haven't listened to our radio kent show uh this week we had the glebe manager amar Adin and the uh, punjab united manager chippy shan on the show with us where we talked about asians in football and it is a really good listen so if you can find it on iplayer that'd be great um you can i will have tweeted the link out on Tuesday morning, I'm pretty sure, um, of where you can find it, so you can listen again to the show, because it's really an, an interesting listen. Um, as always, you can follow uh, us on Twitter, we are at Kent NL Podcast. I am at John Phipps 81 and my co-host is at Matthew underscore Gerard. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, as I say, normal service will be resumed next week. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, there may be times where it's not at the normal time you expect it, but things are going to settle down by the end of next month and then it's going to be all guns blazing for your Kent on lead podcast and thank you to every single person who listens and interacts with us uh, we do really really appreciate it speak to you next week